1: city i'm looking off of respect yeah you think you got it i got it for real did you, you got what i got uh, this one for those they forget in my city this one for those they forget yeah
2: Just dog of not go deletion is ready to ah clear. yes what's good everybody welcome back to veterans minimum i'm your host nick deus at the lame shows we can find me my guy 10% boys agent chris <laughs> not the fbi agent <laughs> not the fbi agent, agent. Yeah. <laughs> My agent, agent, what's good, bro? I'm
1: good. How you doing, man?
2: Good. I see you have a nice tan. Just came back from South Beach. You know, yep. you made me very jealous. <laughs> but if we were, we were talking throughout your trip, and you had a great time. What's survive like in Miami nowadays? Because, dude, there's a lot of people down there that I know from New York that have just been there since January. You were there for a couple of weeks.
1: Miami's the place to be, man. They are doing it right. Look, I understand, right? COVID is a sensitive topic for people. Um, but they pretty much decided that people will live their life, want to live their life. I mean, I'm sure you saw Dana White talking about it, mm-hmm. post-UFC event. People are wearing masks. People are not wearing masks. Places are mandating people to wear masks when they walk in. Uh, when you sit down at the table, you can take it off. Um, look, when someone has a drink or two in their system, obviously they, they loosen up the standards a little bit. Um, but overall, it's amazing. Like normal life. Normal life. Um, I liked, I've been three times in the last, like, three months. So, I went.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah, this it, is why he's it, my it, agent. It,
1: it's exas- it was excessive.
2: It's excessive. This is why he's my agent, because <laughs> he got the vacations on deck and yeah. ready to go.
1: I was there for New Year's, which was off the, off the hook. Like, it was amazing. Like, I mean, it's really the only place you can go. I mean, that's not true, but. If New York to Miami is a two to two and a half hour flight. Yeah. It's really easy to get And there. cheap, too, man. I was cheap, looking at flights because yeah. I was going to come down one of yeah. those weekends. Yeah. I was, I was hoping you were going to yeah, come down. Yeah, I know, down. man. Yeah.
2: I have to reschedule for hopefully some news that I'll be breaking in a couple of weeks. My guy. But yeah, yeah guy. we'll keep that yeah, on yeah. the wraps. Yeah. Just, all, all you need to understand is that I canceled fucking Miami for, for this thing. So <laughs> it, must it, goes, big, it, it, it must be big, man. It must be big news, baby. It, go, it goes <laughs> to show you what we're dealing with right now.
1: So, Look, I went for New Year's. Had a great time, and then I was sitting around. It was like Valentine's Day was coming up, and I was like, you know what? What am I doing in New York? I might as well go down to Miami. Went down there for uh, Valentine's Day, and then I was like, you know what? What am I doing in New York? I can work from home. Let me look up apartments in Miami. So the short-term rental market in Miami is off the like, mad, super expensive. Like if you go for like Airbnb in like those prime, like the prime month of March and April like a nice place probably like it was like ten thousand dollars for the month on airbnb because after fees and everything yeah right and there's not that and if you think about the way airbnb works people rent like usually for the weekend or for five days so it's very hard to find something for the full month if you're going for 30 days so that's a good ass point bro
2: cuz I was thinking I was like yo a month rental was that hard to, to find Not ones? easy to find So I remember you were waiting for a couple of weeks for you to get It was not hard back. to
1: find So what I, what I ended up doing was going through a broker down there who knows some local listings someone had just closed an apartment in Icon at the in Brickle And uh, they were like oh they are willing to rent it to you for the for the month if you're interested at this price which was significantly less expensive than the 10,000 I mentioned before I think it was like 4200 for the month which is expensive right by the same time, relative to the rest of the market, I was like, oh, this is a no-brainer, right? Perfect unit. Hard Bro, to break when gold. we went for my boy yeah.
2: uh, Danny's bachelor party in 2019, that was the weekend. I told the story recently of uh, the Brooklyn Nets when they were out partying at yeah. 11. So that weekend, we had a penthouse on Ocean. Bro, it was like $18,000 for yeah. four days. Granted, there was like... So it was like 20 of us there it was right, crazy right, right, so right, it right, wasn't right. as expensive for everybody but man to con- to hear those prices like the phew. market's
1: crazy right now Miami the market you can still pick up some nice units in, in uh in, in building like decent buildings um but single family housing market in general even here like houses are flying off the market flying within within a week multiple offers bidding wars it's really hard to find a single- family home right now First, really, because inventory is low. Inventory is that's one of the lowest points in, in in like the last 20 years, I think. And um, everyone is coming out of COVID, seeing the lifestyle in an apartment, and now they want homes. Now they want more space, right? If there is going to be that hybrid environment, uh, people are cherishing more space, and single-family homes, or especially starter homes, are very difficult to find. That's why the fix-and-flip game is like flying like mm. people are really 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 pushing that i don't know what a lot of guys are doing that right now and they're making a lot of money they're making a lot of money I'm, I'm telling you these homes are flying off the market all over the place all over the place
2: you know what i've noticed that's happened well, my, my buddy steve just bought a crib in long island and he was paying like he was in an apartment building one of those big residential buildings in the city mm-hmm. by like the javits center so mm. like what would that be? West Side, like mm-hmm. Midtown West Side What Midtown West, yeah. yeah. And he's paying like forty eight hundred, bro. Mm. And my apartment's bigger than that. Yeah. And I'm in like a basement.
1: The whole point of being in the city is to be extremely close to your job, walk to your job, mm-hmm. or right. like or the nightlife, nightlife social. right? There's the two. Th- exactly, those are the two things. Yeah. So you're yeah. basically
2: paying this premium because of the convenience to your job and also like the luxuries around it, right? Where now you don't it, pay
1: for the space for the apartment. You don't like you're living in New York City. You're not living
2: in for the apartment. You're yeah, living to you be in New are. York City. Yeah. The
1: vibe, the the lifestyle, of like course. that's New York. Like, yeah. But it hasn't been New York these last year. And who hasn't. knows when it's going to return. Yeah. And crime is up in New York City. Yeah. People are like, I'm not going to pay these these prices to be in New York City anymore.
2: And, and the reason why I bring that up is because now he's paying like half that. And I went to his housewarming party over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we watched the UFC over there. And it's like, bro, we could play a legit seven-on-seven soccer game in his backyard. Right. With no like, oh my God, watch the table. It's like, no, there's spacious, mad bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. It's We're like, in Long Island. Massapequa, I Massapequa. think okay, Babylon around there. That's not down that. there. Yeah, that there, but it's just it's just wild, man. Dude, um, did you happen to go to any Heat games while you were down there? I didn't go to any
1: Heat games. No, I didn't. I was following though, but I didn't go to any Heat games.
2: I was a little busy. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heat yeah. <laughs> games fucking raging every day. <laughs> yeah. But yo, um, there's something I want to bring up to sort of segue a little bit from Miami because yeah. you know they make the finals last year, mm. and then we have a short off season, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> there's been a lot of momentum and buzz around this short offseason. A lot of guys have gotten hurt. And it's been those it's been those injuries that are uh body breakdown injuries like fatigue, a lot of miles injuries where you know, it's it's hamstrings, it's it's uh backs, mm. it's shit like that. Obviously Jamal Murray blows out his knee. That happens, that's unfortunate. But what I've been thinking about is do you think with this short offseason that they had? Because Luca, the first couple of months, not months might be a stretch, but the first like 15 20 games, he wasn't Luca,
1: hmm.
2: dude. He was the favorite, he was not the favorite, but he was the most heavily wagered guy to be MVP this the year. MVP. He was like the yo, eight to one, Luca. Everybody was on the Luca bandwagon. Came out the gates a little slow, he's picked it up now, huge, yeah, yeah, but. One of the things that he said around the all-star break was he's like, yo, I didn't know when the season was going to start. Yeah. Came in a little heavy. You know, your old guys, they just kind of turn up. And then he comes back, and he's out of shape a bit. And then it takes him a while to get going. Mm. So how do you feel about this short off season? you think that has something to do with these injuries? It definitely plays a factor, mm-hmm. right? If you don't come in fully in shape.
1: And that goes to show you for, I mean, any, any season, if you come fully in shape, right? Like, if you have a little more weight on your knees, you take a step wrong, like, that could really hurt your career. Um, at the same time, it's also the amount of games they have in the period of time they have the game. So they have, the seven. I think, it's 72-game season, right?
2: A lot of back-to-backs. Three games and four nights. Because they have to, yeah. Three games and four nights
1: with flights. With mm-hmm. flying is, is incredibly difficult, right? On your body. Like, uh, these, it's not easy.
2: Bro, I right. catch a red eye every time I've been to Vegas. Yeah. We take the 11 p.m. flight out of Vegas. We yeah. land at JFK, LaGuardia around 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, you save about $300 taking that flight as opposed to the, the one earlier in the morning. That $300, straight to the crab stable. Yeah. You know, super yeah. degenning. Right. Yeah. But, dude, that fucks me up for the rest of the week. Mm. Imagine me having to go out there and play a basketball game in a different city. Think about that, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm not a professional athlete. I should be. The beer slowed me down a bit. But, yo, that's a lot, man. Yeah. That's, it's a
1: lot. It's not easy. It's really not easy. Like, I think, who is the Suns? I, I think the, the Suns just played three games in four nights, if yeah. I'm not mistaken.
2: They played against Brooklyn, then New York. I forgot who they played before Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: yeah. But even if if they didn't, mo- a lot of teams have done that throughout yeah. this year. And like that takes a toll on, on, on players. And like, yo, we're not professional athletes. So I played basketball the other day. The next day I felt like I hit by a truck. was <laughs> honestly, I couldn't get up out of bed. I was like, yo, what is going on? Different. I'm not a professional athlete. These guys train for it. They have the cryotherapy. They have yeah. you know the ice baths and like their their whole Regimen is to be able to take on your your body to take the stress of that many games. My,
2: my friends played uh, three games of full court like last Monday. Yeah, they were on Xbox for the next three days.
1: Yeah, I don't blame them. I feel I feel <laughs> it completely. I get it. I get it. But look, you're, you're definitely there is something to the fact that you're playing this many games in this short period of time, plus a short and off season, definitely increases the level of injuries in in players. Like 100 percent that, and, and it, it's. It, and you can see it. You can. See, I mean, Le, LeBron doesn't miss as many games. Yeah. Even LeBron's like LeBron usually likes playing a, a decent amount of games. Every now and again, he'll take rest, and maybe he'll miss like ten games in an eighty-two game season,
2: tops. Well, I think this is this is the first time that he's miss, missed this much time. In a season that wasn't lost. Right. Remember, he had that groin injury right, right, right. the first year he went to LA? Right. But that yeah. was like, they That's were like the seventh seed, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't yeah, do this. Yeah, he's like,
1: these guys are young guys. We're not
2: right. going to so, really, so they yeah, shut him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Th- this year, you know, they were contending to be a top top three seed. And then when yep. AD went down and then he went down, it was like, yo, you know what? We're going to make the playoffs. We'll be fine. Let's right. just get in, rest them. I feel like push comes to shove. If they needed these games, he would have been out there. He's running spristy on the day on like the uninterrupted yeah, Instagram I, account. I did it's that. like coming to a city near yeah, you. He's yeah, like, bro,
1: yeah. you've been fucking good for like two <laughs> yeah. two weeks now. Get out of here with Listen, this shit. Listen, if I was Genie Buss and the Lakers do, I'd, I'd, I'd tell him, yo, take as many days as you want. Yeah. Take as many days as you want. You know, yeah. we won the chip last year with a lesser team.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with
1: a lesser team. Uh, you know, take take your time. As long as you're, you hit the right gear going into the playoffs, that's all that matters.
2: He's built enough cachet where you know that he's a guy it's that can. LeBron could, James. Yeah. It's LeBron James. Like you know that was an issue that I had with the Clippers last year. They didn't. They didn't have play enough games to have the chemistry. That and also that whole team. One guy has shown you that he could turn it on when the lights are on, and it was Kawhi, like Paul George. What I've talked about this so many yeah, times. Yeah, we like, talked about Paul George a couple times. The, actually, the, yeah. the playoff resume and again. He's come along yeah. the last couple of yeah. weeks too, but it's like yo, you're looking at that Clipper team last year. It's like dude, slow down. One guy on your roster. Has proved it, like all right. When it's May and June, like I'm gonna turn up. You don't got to worry about me. Everybody else is like unproven in a way. That's true. That's true. So that's how I feel about like with, with the with the this this idea of load management now too, right? Like we were talking about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. If you're a Nuggets fan now,
1: that's very unfortunate. I love Jamal Murray. Yeah, you've been. I a love of his. And I love Jamal, and I've I yeah, told you about we, it before he went on the playoff at, yep, run last yep, year. I was like, yep. give the kid a chance. You know. It, it's so unfortunate seeing him go down. I like it hits you differently. You're, you're upset for the kid. I mean, you feel for him. You know, you 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 work hard your whole career to get to the point where you're contending for a championship, and the window is not that big. Mm-hmm. The window to win a championship is not that big. You may have three to five years, depending on the age of your superstars, right? Because then, and a lot of times, what happens also is like when when a young team makes the finals, they don't make it that following year because. Contracts come up, or remember, like the year OKC made it with like it was James Harden, yeah, Russell West. That that team was amazing, by the way. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Jeff Green, James Harden, Ibaka, Ibaka, Kendrick Perkins when he could move. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like yeah, that was that was a bomb squad. Yep, but they had to trade James Harden to the Rockets because they couldn't pay him. They paid Ibaka instead
2: because they had the. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They did not want to have two guards. They figured they had Russ. Right.
1: So the window isn't that big, especially for the uh, the smaller tier, like the smaller organizations. I would say it's they have smaller windows than the Lakers, right? Yeah, because
2: the namesake alone is going to bring people to your city. Correct.
1: Correct. So when when these when these smaller cities and these smaller organizations have windows to win a championship, like getting an injury, having an injury like Jamal, I'm saying the Nuggets are a small small market, but um, well, in comparison to in the comparison other teams to, that attract right, all the free agents. Right. It's like you have Jokic playing at an MVP level. You have you just traded for Aaron Gordon to get you another athletic piece in the front court, right? You've got Michael Porter playing out of his mind, who the Knicks passed up on. Can we just say that we passed up on him because of the back concerns? But, yeah. you know, let me, you know, I'm not going to say anything there. Um, he's playing out of his mind, right? you had Jamal Murray, you know, you've had, you have some really, really good pieces. And last year they had a really deep playoff run and they played everyone hard. Another year, growing up, you got the playoff experience. You pretty much had every piece to get to where you wanted to go. Without Jamal Murray, yes, they're winning still. They're playing, but the regular season is different from the postseason. It's all about matchups. It's literally all about matchups, and Jamal Murray can break down a defense and get you a bucket when you need it. When he dropped that fifty spot last year against Donovan Mitchell, remember that game? Yeah, ones?
2: the game seven. That was amazing. Yeah,
1: I don't know if it was game seven or it was maybe game five. I forgot which game it was, but it was they both dropped I think over fifty points a game.
2: Yeah, I know which one. Yeah, you're right. I don't game. know if it was game seven. But well, it was.
1: I think it was like in the middle of the series. Yeah. incredible, incredible. Right, that is a di- one game is a difference in a series. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you have that one player you can do that for you, that changes up the dynamic of the team. He makes them more dynamic. He makes them play faster. It's devastating for that to happen to that team, honestly. Like before the Jamal Murray injury, I would say they were one of the favorites to at least get to the Western Conference Finals. Right, I love the Suns. I love how they're playing. And I love that they have a leader in CP3 who's taken teams far before. But I, I think they're a little bit, they're not, and they're well coached. Monty Williams. I think I've talked about Monty Williams before. He's a great... He's been a great coach. Um, the only
2: guy that's stopping Tibbs from winning Coach of the Year, I think.
1: Monty Williams. Yeah, because if they... Th- what a is... comeback for him, though. You got, I got to get proud. What, what yeah. a guy, man. The guy lost his wife in a tragic accident. That's why he stepped down as the Pelicans coach when he was coaching. He was coaching Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. He, he took Anthony Davis on as a rookie um, and protected him, too, because Anthony Davis has he's, he's always been fragile, and the guy wasn't playing him crazy minutes on purpose. Um... He stepped down after his wife had the accident, um, tragically. And then, uh, you know, I think he's pretty religious. He, like, through God, through family and support, he was able to build himself back up. And now he's coaching the Phoenix Suns, and he's coaching them hard, and everybody's pay- buying in and well-coached. They, you know, the, they have good pieces. DeAndre Aiden, nice foundational piece. Devin Booker, honestly, I can't think of... He's the top third shooting guard in the league. We spoke about this off the record, too. Right yeah, guys? yeah, yeah. Hard to find guys better than him. So him, Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, devastating injuries. You can't throw him in there anymore, right? Who's another shooting guard that you put up there? Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, yeah. There you go.
2: So there's your three. Yeah. I think that's the same three that we, we mentioned when we were, like, Three drinks Mm -hmm. of Casamigos (laughs) in, too. There
1: we go. Yeah, that's right.
2: But, yo, I think, look, injuries are a part of the game, right? They happen. But I think this year it's been more alarming because you've seen guys leave with these injuries, like I mentioned before, that are just like, that make you injury prone. Mm. I think there's a common misconception in sports when a guy tears his ACL and then he'll play six straight seasons. They still think he's injury prone. Perfect example. I mention him all the time. Keenan Allen.
1: Mm. i love him keenan allen what is, a baller that guy what a what a route runner he is he, uh,
2: I, he, him and davante adams are my favorite two guys to watch yeah. run routes but keenan allen he had the one year where he tore his acl week one and then there was that other year i think in like october of that season he had that ruptured spleen mm. outside of that bro he never misses games but he's had those two injuries, and it's like, oh, he's injury-prone. Yeah, do we pay this guy? Do right. Not? Yeah, yeah. To me, injury-prone is Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. Unpre- Hamstring, yeah, yeah. calf, shoulder, pinky. I know he blew out his, his ACL. Uh, ankle, right? It's like, that's... Those hurt more. The, yeah. The,
1: those, I think, missing four games every year hurts the team a lot. Hurts the team a lot. In football, especially. Oh yeah. Football, yeah, that's a quarter of your season. Right, it's a quarter of your season. Imagine games. you miss twenty games in the NBA. Right, it hurts your team a lot. Like, you're you're especially in football where the connection between the quarterback and the receiver is so important. Like you never build that. Mm. You know, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, you know, in his career, right, It's almost had an ESP with his receivers, and he didn't build that overnight with them. You know, so if, if you're not on the field and you're not building that, do not care how good you are as a receiver, you're not going to put up the same numbers, and that he hasn't. Yeah. And that's probably a testament to how many games he's missed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. That. And and also, you know, to defend my boy, he, he hasn't been the same without Eli. Like,
1: <laughs> Eli, you can't say anything bad about Eli in New York, period. The, the, There's nothing bad to be said about Eli. I don't care what you throw at me. He's yeah. won his two chips and it's done. Like, yeah. that's
2: it. Listen, man, wide receivers, they always bitch him on about their quarterbacks, and then they get paid. They go to a new team and their production tends to go down after mm-hmm. and one of the reasons why is the quarterback doesn't come with them mm. mike wallace leaves pittsburgh never the same greg jennings leaves green bay and rogers never the same mm. emmanuel sanders leaves pittsburgh goes to denver who's over there peyton manning mm. so it's like if you go to another great quarterback you're going to be fine but you just you just see it vincent jackson he passed away recently too tragically mm. But when he left the charges with Phillip Rivers, yeah. he left to Tampa Bay. Kind of, you know, he was getting 1,000 yards, but it was like a very underwhelming 1,000 right, yards. Right, it's like, right. you know, 1,000 yeah. yards is only like 63 yards a game, really. But it just, they weren't having the same effect that they were having right. at other places.
1: Right. But back to Keenan Allen, right? Like, modern medicine has obviously made the ACL injury not as devastating to your career. Mm. A lot of guys come back stronger after the ACL injury. In football, obviously, the way they cut, the way you run routes, it's de- definitely worrisome to have like an ACL injury. But at the same time, you can see where Keen Allen was and where he is now, and what an, uh, he's had amazing seasons post ACL mm-hmm. injury. Now, the truth is, injuries in general, like it, it's it's very it's it's very hard to pinpoint exactly what leads to an injury. Sometimes they just happen. Like, but I think fatigue, especially in the NBA this year, has led to these hamstring injuries, these these nagging injuries that normally you could pl- – maybe you could play – like, sometimes we'll – like, I'll play – we'll play sports, right? Sometimes you'll feel a little tweak, but you don't – it's not, like, all the way. You can keep playing. Right. A lot of these players have these tweaks, and they're going to play through. They're going to play through. But if they're – if they're playing three games in four nights – Right, that that third game in that on that fourth night. Yeah, if it's a nagging injury, will turn into a pull. Like, yeah, you know, or a tear, or a tear. Right, like it's that's that's where it that's where it builds up. So you know, I think to your point, um, it's it's very very difficult to gauge. But at the same time, I, I mean, like in the NBA, they tried to squeeze in as many games as they could in the seventy two the, the seventy two games like the period that they had. For media rights, I mean, they were
2: hurting, for sure, right? So, in in a normal season, the playoffs have started already.
1: Yeah, what's the, today's... Uh, it, they would start at the beginning of May. So, right, probably this next couple of days, they would have started already.
2: Yeah. yeah, but they still have about 10 to 12 games, mm-hmm. roughly, give or take.
1: Three weeks? Yeah. Four games a week, maybe?
2: I was going to save this conversation for a little bit later, but we mentioned Jokic. We spent time mm-hmm. on Jamal Murray and, and the Nuggets. MVP. It's going to be Jokic. Mm -hmm. It should be Jokic. It should be Jokic. Why is it that people are disrespecting it that it's going to be Jokic? Why does it feel as if, and following certain people in NBA and talking to some of my friends, it's like, ah, Jokic is going to be MVP. It's like, this dude was, I'll never forget that graphic that they put up a couple weeks ago on that ESPN game. It was like, leads Denver in. First, 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 first. Literally first, first. It was literally everything literally, offensively, literally. and it was, it was crazy. But do you think it's because? I think one thing that's gonna that people feel this way, mm-hmm. the reason why people feel this way about Jokic is because, as of right now, they're slated to play the Lakers in the first round. They're gonna get bounced, especially without Jamal Murray. I mean, they lost to them with Murray last year. I feel like people put too much stock in the playoffs when it comes to the regular season MVP. Mm. I'm not one of those people. To me, it matters if in three games in four nights, when you're playing Minnesota, Utah, and Washington in a regular season, that you were the best player in that regular season. Like that stuff means, like it's. I kind of like MVP awards and like all pro, all NBA. I kind of value those a lot because it's, it's great for when you look back at like old seasons. Like, dude, we weren't around in the 80s, but if you pull up an all NBA team in 1988, you'd be like, all right, those were the 15 best guys that year, you know? And then yeah. maybe historically, this guy isn't mentioned with like Isaiah Thomas and Magic, but it's like, oh, he was first team with them. Mm. You know what I mean? So to me, I, I value those awards, I like them a lot. I feel like that shouldn't matter, bro. Like this idea that LeBron is the best player in the league every year. Like, yeah, he is. But you know what? There are some seasons where like, he don't give a fuck about that game in DC against the Wizards on Wednesday. But Jokic does. Uh, Russ did. Harden did. Giannis does. So that's, that's just how I gauge the MVP.
1: The MVP award is based just on the regular season the way it is right now. And I think you can't change that because that would have may have changed the results of the MVP in years past and you got to keep it consistent moving forward to respect who didn't win the award in the in the past right you can't just you can't just change the criteria for an award that big and I think I hear what you're saying where people are kind of disrespecting Joe Gidge, In circles, in conversations, I think it's just the way he plays. You look at him and you're like, "This dude's a baller," but this dude's a baller. He is amazing, amazing. I mean, he's played, and honestly, the two front runners before were Embiid and Jokic, which is kind of crazy to say two centers were the front runners for the league, right?
2: Bro, I had Embiid at fourteen to one. Wow! And then that injury cost you. Yeah, that he was like minus two fifty, and then he gets hurt. It was like, injury, oh. injury that caused yeah, yeah. it. Killed it.
1: Yeah, because he was definitely up there.
2: He was the favorite. Yeah, he was he the was favorite
1: up there for sure, for sure. He, he and I spoke about him, b last time on the podcast. I think he's the most dominant big man in the league, and it's not close. Mm. It's not close. Um, he's just he's in a different. And you see him this year; he's in a different rhythm. Man, he is just. Mid-post, low-post, three-point shot, pump fake, spin moves, double pump fake. This guy is just unstoppable. Unstoppable. Jokic isn't as dominating offensively, but maybe he can be. He's just more like his game is also centered around his passing ability. And he, he doesn't take over. I mean, he has taken over games offensively. He can hit the three-point shot at a high clip. He's got the mid-range. He's just, he scores sometimes in positions where I'm like, how, how did he even get that shot off, right? He makes people look silly. Um, I think, and I think it's what's Jokic's odds right now to win. I mean, he's definitely. He's a, he's a significant favorite. He's, he's like, a, he's yeah, the,
2: the implied odds means he's like 88% to win it. Yeah, He he's going to win. Yeah.
1: And he deserves it. He really deserves it. Now, at the same time, it, the MVP award has to be a regular season award because what happens if someone gets hurt in the, in the playoffs, right? Think about, um, like, if Jokic got hurt in the playoffs and you were basing it on including the playoffs, now would you just cancel out everything he did? Well, that,
2: that's what happened to Rose, right? Yeah, D-Rose. Didn't Rose get hurt the year he won MVP?
1: I don't think so. I think it was the year before the year after he got hurt. So, oh wait, you
2: meet? Oh wait, in the playoffs? In the playoffs? Oh, you yeah, might yeah, be yeah, right. Yeah, actually, yeah.
1: you might be right. Yeah, you, he might have gotten hurt. I'm not sure. Let me. Yeah, uh, I got it right
2: that. here. He um, tore JCL in Game oh, One no, against he the won. Sixers. Okay, so yeah. you were right. He tore it the year after,
1: in against the Sixers. Yeah, and they were down by like ten points. I, th- I remember this game. They were down by like ten points with with like forty five seconds left. They still had him in the game.
2: No, they were up. It says right here. They were up twelve. With 122 to play. Up 12? Yeah. Came up short of a triple double, 23, 9, and 9 in 37 minutes. And driving to the lane, blew out his left knee, missed the rest of the playoffs. So that's he terrible. won the MVP, and then the next year he it. Mm. Okay. You know what confuses me sometimes with the NBA? They do 20, 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, he was the 11 MVP, but it was really like for like. Tw- yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, it confuses yeah, me. A bit. Yeah. But yo, with Jokic, right? Like, I don't think that's fair to guys when they win MVP. Last year, Giannis wins MVP and people were bashing him after. The NBA also does a terrible job of giving the award during, during the conference finals. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like doing the playoffs or after the finals. Yeah, like- or
2: even even the NFL. Yeah. If I was if I was the NBA commissioner, when the regular season ends, mm. I would take three, four days. I would host an event like the NFL Award show. I'd do mm. the NBA award show. Pre-playoff. Pre-playoffs. Pre-playoffs. Yeah. And I give all the regular season awards out. And you give some of these guys a chance to rest, three, four days, you know? And even the ones that are going to go to that awards show, you're not going to be playing anything. You're going to have fun. You're going to get to decompress a little bit. And from there, you start, the, you start the playoffs. Yeah. Why can't you do that? I mean, you could. I guess, hypothetically,
1: it's uh, do the NBA teams want their players right before the playoff run taking a little bit of hiatus to go to an awards show. Like they want their whole mind to be on the, you know, geared towards the playoffs. I think that's.
2: That's fair.
1: I think that's what it is. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, that would definitely take out the stigma you have of having to include playoff production in the MVP discussion. That would definitely be a solution to that. Um, I think last year, honestly, I think last year LeBron should have had the award, not Giannis. And I'm Greek and I love Giannis. Uh, I just think LeBron was incredible last year. His whole season last year was incredible. And they won the championship. Now, that's, you know, I see that he won the championship mm. after. Right. But still, he had such an amazing year. And I know Giannis did as well. But, you know, it's, I mean, if you know basketball, you know LeBron's a better player than Giannis. He is. Right. He is. Like, that. Le- LeBron James is still the best player in the league, whether you want to admit it or not. Right. He still is. So, you know, that's I, – I think it should have been LeBron, not Giannis, last year. And and he, you can you, – so the playoffs is where teams expose your weaknesses. LeBron doesn't have a weakness to expose. He he doesn't. He had in his earlier careers. now His earlier career was a shooting and all that. He doesn't have one now. mm He's the smartest player on the court 99% of the time. He can play point guard. He can play power forward. He can play small forward. He can play pretty much any of those positions. Let
2: me put you on the spot. Who 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 would you consider to be on his level as far as NBA basketball IQ? IQ? Yeah, like you're saying 99%. Wouldn't it be 100
1: Uh, Chris Paul. IQ-wise, CP3 for sure. For sure, this guy's an extremely intelligent player. Extremely mm. intelligent player. You can you you can tell. You can see it. Because
2: um, I can't think of anyone else. I, I would put on that tier with him.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I would say CP. Yeah, CP three. IQ wise, talent wise, it's Durant. Yeah, it's Durant, right? And Durant actually outplayed LeBron in finals. I don't think that's fair, though. Yeah, he did, though.
2: He did. He did. He did. But it, it's also... He did. LeBron had a lot more on his shoulders. The supporting cast definitely helps.
1: Absolutely. The spacing Absolutely. helps when you have
2: Curry and Klay Absolutely.
1: There. Absolutely. But Durant hit some daggers. Right? Yeah,
2: he did. Right in his face. He did. You know what's crazy? Speaking about basketball IQ, how LeBron let him get off that shot that like iced the game you know that like that dribble down the left it's side of the court, the so pull up hard though.
1: Like yeah, I remember yeah. like what do you do? Like Durant's coming down the that's court. That's his shot. He he shoots at such a ridiculously efficient percentage all over the court.
2: Well, that's why I was super adamant about the Knicks giving him the contract at the time and people being <sighs> what skeptical what about what
1: happened in that in that negotiation? Like I still don't understand what happened. Did the Knicks <laughs> not offer him the Max? Like what was it? That he just shunned us to go to the nets, which I'm really upset about still. I, th- I
2: think I think ultimately it's it's the higher ups <sighs> different regime from what was there uh, when that happened uh, but uh. man I, I but Durant right he he's not a player who is built on explosiveness, so that's why I thought he was going to be fine. I know I've said that many times, mm. but it just sort of ties into the conversation that we've been having the Lakers this year.
1: Hmm.
2: Is it fair to say they might have a, a easier route to the finals than even last year?
1: Who did they vs last year in the first round? Portland, Portland, so hot, yeah, Portland hot Portland team, hot Portland, hot Portland. Yeah, team. they
2: dropped the first one to Portland, and then they dominate them.
1: Yeah. Who did they play in the second round?
2: They played the Rockets.
1: The Rockets. That was the Harden and Russ. And Russ.
2: And then they played that Nuggets team.
1: And, and this year they'd be playing the that. so let's reverse that now. This year they'd be playing the Nuggets team right now without Jamal Murray. So that's easier.
2: So so right now, the Nuggets are in fourth with forty wins. They're three games back at the Clippers who are the three seed. The Lakers are four games back of the Nuggets, but they're two and a half up on Dallas.
1: With about 10 to 12 games to go. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, yeah, with uh, 11 games left to play for the Lakers. Now, they're going to play Denver without Murray. Right. They would play the winner of the Utah, Utah, whoever wins that play-in game The, the play-in series. game, yeah. Listen, man, I, Utah, <sighs> I don't know. I think they're going to go down as a really solid regular season team. You think so? Yeah.
1: Oof. That's a tough question. Utah, I think, man, this year, because then when would they play the Clippers if they have to play the Clippers? They can only see the Clippers. In- so
2: the Clippers are going to play the Mavericks in the first round. I think they'll, they'll beat them. They'll beat them. Yeah. But look, last year they made it a series without KP. I know Luca hit that ridiculous shot too.
1: Yeah, I just think Dallas just doesn't have the tools. They they're they're, they're going to lose.
2: That's fair. That's fair. But then after that it's going to be the winner of Phoenix versus the Memphis Portland playing game again. And like, yo, that's going to be that's if I had to pick a series right now that I want to happen, Suns Blazers would be a banger. Those two backcourts going Sun, up against each Suns other. Suns
1: Blazers would be a banger. I think Suns Utah would be good. Would be
2: a good one to watch. Suns Utah would be good too. Yeah. yeah Suns Utah. They played a couple of nights ago. Like yeah, a couple. Yeah. I think it might have been last week. They went yeah. into overtime. Yeah. That was a dope. They're very game. evenly matched. Like, yeah. You got the
1: Aiden DeAndre Aiden Gobert matchup. You've got, um, you got Donovan Mitchell Devin Booker matchup. Mm-hmm. You got the Mike Conley CP3 matchup. You got. Yeah. You got.
2: There's some good ones there, right? Um. But the Lakers roadmap because. Man, if if AD and LeBron are healthy, I think I think they beat everyone. Yeah. They're the
1: best team in the league. Oof, are they the best team in the league? That's a tough one. And I hate to say this, but the Nets are so good. The Nets are so good. And those three guys together. Hey, can
2: we, can we see them play together though? I don't think we need to. Is that I, is that I hope, fair? I know. I know. Cuz they haven't really played much together. I know. And these guys have missed some time. But Harden is not like.
1: Kyrie Irving is playing shooting guard when Harden plays. They've already said that. These three shooters between Harden, Durant, and Kyrie, along with Joe Harris, that offense is just incredible. First of all, you can't stop James Harden going to the rim, he's getting to the rim. Kyrie, he wants to get to the rim. He's getting to the rim. He's got some of the best handles I've ever seen. I don't think I've seen a, I've seen a person with better handles in this era. I mean, him and Curry are just in, insanity. And let's talk about Curry for a little bit.
2: Oh, we're gonna get to Curry in a we'll little. Talk bit. About a yeah. Little bit. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but that team, and I'm a, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I love the Knicks. I hate the fact that the Nets are this good, but they are phenomenal. They're the best team in the East. They should if they don't come out of the East, it's a disappointment for them. Absolutely. There's no way around that. They shouldn't lose to the Bucks. They shouldn't lose to the Sixers. They shouldn't lose to the Celtics. Right? The de- defense has been their issue. But I think it's also a function of them not playing like some of their like mm. Durant hasn't really been playing. Durant's actually defensively a very good player. Like he right. he's it's just hard to get a shot over this size. Um, they're going to score at will. Now, the Lakers, going back to your point, do they have an easier road? Oof. I think if they don't verse the Clippers, they will have an easier road. I think the Clippers have a, um, a chip on their shoulder for what happened last year. They didn't even, made even make it out of the semifinals. And
2: they blew that they lead. They got bounced by Denver. They blew a 3-1 lead.
1: They got bounced. Was it Denver they got bounced? Yeah, by? yeah, yeah. They yeah. got bounced by Denver. Yeah. It really, I guess, it's hard to say whether they have the easier role or not because you don't know who's going to, like, which team. Because, again, it's all about matchups. Mm-hmm. It's all about, like, okay, how is this team going to match up to the Lakers? And, like, you would say if the Lakers had a weakness, it would be point guard, shooting guard. Even though LeBron plays point guard, he's not going to guard the point guard. He's not going to play the events in the point guard. So if you have a really good point guard that can penetrate, and, and put stress in the defense,
2: that. Well, I think I think KCP and Schroeder are kind of, they're pests, right? Like they're hell yeah, yeah. Look, they're not all all defense, but they're they're annoying. Like they could create a little bit. Well, if they're not, they're not defensive matchups, right? But if if they if they're not doing that, they're not playing. That too, yeah. Right, like. But that's why Rondo was so big for them last he's year. He's a good defensive. Like, he he's a pest. Rondo. Rondo was, was a pest. Yeah, Rondo was yeah. the third best player on that team mm. in the finals.
1: Yeah, he's a pest. So do so the Lakers have an easier path is your ultimate question. And I think it's hard to gauge. They definitely have an easier first round matchup this year. Mm. Denver without Jamal Murray. Right. Because again, it's all matchups. Jamal Murray this year, if it was the Nuggets with Jamal Murray against the Lakers, that's a 50-50 series. That's I agree a 50-50 series. Yeah,
2: especially with Aaron Gordon now over there. That's a 50-50 series. Michael Porter playing better. And-
1: For sure, 50-50 series. Without Jamal Murray, I don't think they win. I don't think they win. I think the Lakers advance. I think the Lakers beat whoever comes at them in the second round where they're... Because the Lakers had it easier... I mean the Lakers had the Nuggets last year with Jamal Murray. Like so that, that's this is actually a tough question. I think the Lakers still win. Everyone they everyone they play. I I think oh man, I think Utah's gonna be their biggest competition this year.
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're definitely higher on Utah than I am.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because <clears throat> here's the one issue with Utah is that their prime primary offensive creator is Donovan Mitchell and they don't have another person who can create offense at the level that a second superstar should. Right? Like the Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis who is a superstar in his own right for sure. A phenomenal player. He's, you know, what a superstar is someone that needs to get double teams Needs to get double teamed. He's got a move that you can't, you can't stop. That's a superstar. Okay? Obviously, volume comes into factor too, right? Sometimes you get right. players just have one move and you got to double team them, right? right? But I'm saying he's a person who carries a team and can also create... And I'm not saying that Gobert is not a superstar, but he doesn't put pressure on the offense the way Anthony Davis would. And that's the biggest knock for Utah. Like if you double team Donovan Mitchell... You take him out of the mm-hmm. game. Who's gonna create the who's offense? Who's gonna
2: get the scoring for you? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Who's gonna create the offense? That's right. a good point.
1: Right. So, yes, they got they got Mike Conley. They've got some very good shooters. They've got Gobert, who's arguably the best defensive player in the league, who they just paid a lot of money. Yeah. You wanna hear something crazy money, about yeah. Utah,
2: bro? I couldn't believe this. They're 26-4 and four at home. They've lost twice to Minnesota at home. <laughs> and Minnesota has, like, the third worst record in They've the league. They've lost
1: three times to Minnesota total, actually. Total, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. twice in twice Utah.
2: So of the six losses, they have two against uh, of, of the four losses, <laughs> of the half four of them losses, are to, <laughs> to, to, to Minnesota, who's, again, no in, in the lottery. Yeah. No way. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I couldn't believe it when I saw that.
1: Yeah, oh, that day. Minnesota team. They've got some nice. They kid Anthony Edwards is playing well.
2: They're also letting him go crazy.
1: Yeah, they're giving him shot attempts, right? Yeah, which you're not giving to. Like uh, quickly, he's not getting those kind of. Right. Uh, you know.
2: Right.
1: I mean, obviously Anthony Edwards projects to be the better player. Right. It's obvious. Mm. But he he look he's got swag. He's got that attitude. I like Anthony. I like you know. I like I like what he's about. I do like what he's about. Now, the fact that Utah has lost to Minnesota means they haven't lost to some of the other teams. I, I wonder what their record is against the better teams.
2: Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? As you all know, I am a big advocate of mental health. I've had on a doctor before to talk about mental health, and it is something that I'm very, very passionate about. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. It's a professional counseling done securely online. This is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as other traditional therapist offices. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to charge counselors if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com VM. That's better h e l p and join the over 1 million people. Yes, 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for those of you that are legends and our listeners of veterans minimum get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com vm
1: man maybe i have to take back what i said about utah being the biggest competition
2: yeah i don't agree with that it's uh, got uh,
1: yeah because i'm thinking about it now and I, I made the point that they don't have a second offensive creator like mike conley's up there in age like he's a very smart super smart he's a great basketball player but he's not mike conley that he was in memphis
2: yeah it's definitely the Clippers are their biggest threat. Yeah. And I, and I, like, I like the Suns the as much as you do. I've been looking at their odds, it's 25 the to 1.
1: It's the Clippers.
2: <clears throat> but, yeah, it's the Clippers.
1: The Lakers would have a harder path this year if they first the Clippers, the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Yeah.
2: If they meet up, that'll be the, right. the hardest path.
1: Otherwise, it'll be an easier path than last year.
2: Yo, before you mentioned Curry, mm-hmm. and I said we're going to get to him. Yeah. Uh, I just want to remind everyone, because they like to remind me, that... I bitched out of my fantasy league in basketball last year because I took Curry second overall. This was the Steph Curry I was envisioning. This was the second overall (laughs) Steph Curry. This was the second overall Steph Curry. Um, Man, he's been... The month of April that he's had has been absolutely ridiculous. Uh, If you want to talk about MVP, he's closed the gap. Significantly. Bro, when he doesn't play well... They get fucking, Dude. the door's blown off them.
1: Bel- like, they don't even belong on the court. Bro, they yeah. get, like,
2: yeah, yeah. by 40, they lose. Yeah, yeah, it's it. so absurd. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big gap. Hey, you think that's yeah. karma? You think some of these teams are like, yeah, fuck you, man. You were doing that shit to us all those years. How, like, how many, how many? I'm
1: sure teams love to be Golden State. Right. Right. Like, they, they dominated the league for four years.
2: Yeah, four or five years. It was them. Dominated. But how many times were, like, the Splash Brothers just with towels over their head in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left just yeah, chilling yeah, up 40? Yeah, yeah, I bet you a lot of them are like, yo, fuck that. Yeah, you know, there yeah. was that Raptor game this year. They were down, like, 60. It was absurd. If Curry... Yo, Curry needs to drop, like, 35 or else they have no yeah. chance of being competitive. Yeah. It's not even like they're, like, winning all these games. It's just, like... For, for us not to lose by 20, yeah. we need you to be you, yeah, absolutely you got, ridiculous. Yeah, you need
1: to just shoot a ridiculous percentage and don't turn the ball over. And He needs to play perfect every time. And he has been lately. Oh, They got blown out the other night. But he has been incredible. Incredible. I have not seen him at this level in like two years now, three years. I mean, he did it. He had the, the MVP, his second MVP season. He was playing incredible all year. The
2: around. unanimous.
1: Unanimous. Yeah, that was incredible. Mm. Right. Um, But this These last 30, 45 days I've seen this This guy has been The shots he's been hitting Like The double teams Like uh,
2: He throws something it's Throw it up in the air It's going in Yo, how wild is it? You 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 beat me to it I was going to ask you Have you seen him take a bad shot? Because I feel like he's the only guy In the league Ever, bad, ever no That doesn't shot. take a bad shot No, he'll take 40 bad. footer Yeah, It's a good shot like, You
1: can't qualify a shot As a bad shot For Steph Curry anymore Right Right as long as he, you know, he, and he's so smart too. He, he's like, all right, shot clock's coming down, you know, oh, with the, the, the play broke down, we are trying to run. I'm just going to do a little crossover around the back, pop 35 footer, 40 footer. And that's a great shot. Cause I shoot it at 40%. What's up? What's up? Like, yeah. what's up? Like you can't, it, he's ridiculous. He, it's ridiculous. He's a cheat code. It's ridiculous. Like. Every time he puts the ball up it looks like it's going in.
0: Seriously. Have you ever
2: taken have you ever seen Steph Curry take a shot and you're like, "Wow, that looks off." Like it looks like it's it's crazy because like the 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 numbers don't even imply this what I'm yeah. about to say, but I'm surprised when he misses. Me too. Yeah. That's how wild it is. Yeah. It's something of beauty, man.
1: Yeah, he's incredible. He's incredible.
2: I mean, he's he's uh I want to talk a little all NBA first team. We were talking mm. about it before, like how mm. this means to me. Mm. Is he a shoe in as one of the guards? Yeah, I think Abso- so. Absolutely. So absolutely. So I think there's, I think there's three locks, three of the five. Mm. It's Curry, it's Jokic, mm-hmm. and it's Giannis. Yeah. Okay. So it's your
1: guard, forward, and center. center. So you have one guard left and one forward left.
2: Yeah. I would say Luca.
1: Luca at the guard. As
2: the other guard, yeah. Thoughts? I'm
1: good with that. Okay. I'm good with Luca at the guard.
2: This is where it might get crazy. I thought about this. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh oh, let's hear this.
2: um <laughs> I think Julius Randle is all NBA for his team
1: julius randall all right before we get into this conversation i give to my, i gotta give my guy a shout out he yeah. is balling first like,
2: of all this run that they just went on
1: boy the city's on fire does it
2: not the yo, city
1: is we can't there's two thousand people in there yeah and cp3 post game when they lost when the Knicks lost, yeah. we're talking about the the the, the, the energy, atmosphere yeah. the energy in the stadium People love it. Like it's just the city's in a different. I level. will die
2: on this hill, and I know this is going to sound super ignorant because I haven't been to all the cities in the world. Yeah, yeah. But there's no city that lights up that lights up the way New York does when, when the Knicks are good.
1: Hands down, one hundred. Nothing,
2: nothing will top that. Absolutely, yeah, I bro. Completely, they haven't won yeah. a championship since the seventies, yeah. and they're the number one team in the city. I think
1: people just love people love basketball in New York. People love I mean, all the sports in New York, obviously. Nah, but the, basketball is basketball. Is so ingrained in the New York City culture, you yeah. Know? It's so yeah, yeah. such a, you know, it's it's just like bro.
2: Every every kid yeah, in high hooper. school Everyone's growing up played play ball. Everyone's could like, play played pickup, yeah.
1: yeah. So when the Knicks are playing good, they're gritty, like, and then Thibodeau hasn't playing defense the way we remember in the '90s, mm-hmm. that Patrick Ewing led team that people fell in love with, and I'm not saying the Knicks are that team right now.
2: But look, prior to this nine game winning streak, they had the number one defense in the league. Yeah. And they won nine in a row. So the defense didn't get worse. Yeah, right? yeah. So they have to be like top right three, there. top they're playing, five. They're right?
1: playing hard. They're playing amazing. Like, okay.
2: So, so here, here's the case right, uh, for see. Julius Randle. 61 of 61 games played. That's a big thing in my breakdown here. Like he's played yeah. every possible game. Okay. Career high in minutes. He's, I think he's
1: leading the league in minutes.
2: 37.5 right now. He's
1: probably leading the league in minutes. Yeah. Um, if he's
2: not, he's top three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out while, while I'm doing this. Because that's, that's, that's that should be a big... So, the Knicks are the fourth seed right now. Unless there's an epic monumental collapse, they're not going to play a playing game. So, they'll be a top six seed. Right. They might even host... The first round against Atlanta, which right. would be, we're tied right now, right? Yeah, wise, but but we have the tiebreaker. They have the tiebreaker. We'll, we have the, the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Knicks have it. Which would be dope because that's that's the best matchup that the Knicks could have in yeah. order to. I don't want to see Boston. Right, but in order to like yeah. make the second round, like that'd yeah, be fine. I don't want to see Boston. Yeah, yeah. So while I'm uh, trying to find the the minutes thing here, which I'm struggling with, but back to back to um julius, julius randall, randall nba first team yes 23.9 points per game career high six assists per game 10.4 rebounds per game outside of him and rj i don't think the team is like that good i mm. think tibbs is making them play really well mm-hmm. they're playing for Tibbs. they're playing hard
1: they're playing hard yeah
2: randall is the focal point made the all-star team yeah well deserved is the best player on this Knicks team, which is I don't want to t- say that t- has taken the league by storm because I, they I like, have, but they have, they right? have, they have, they've definitely nine been. and one in their last ten games, and their loss was to Phoenix, Who is, which is a, very a good top basketball. two seed. They in, are
1: a very good basketball team,
2: and I just think that it's it's deserving for him, and I know you might be saying to yourself, "Yo, Kawhi Leonard, right?" Is that a name that you would maybe throw in there?
1: I guess the question becomes, like, what's All-NBA mean as an award? Like, the better player or who did better for the team that year? Kawhi is obviously the better player. Right. Durant's obviously the better player. Right. Um. Jimmy Butler, I don't know who qualifies qualifies, a forward or a guard. He Plays both. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What would Jimmy Butler qualify? No, at? I know,
2: but I don't know. All NBA for Jimmy Butler though? Not this year. Not
1: this
2: year. Butler was a forward last year third team, so he'd qualify as a forward. So he would he would take Randall's spot in this Like he's Dream Butler's played 45
1: games, 22-7 seven and 7.
2: Right. So like some of the people that are
1: Kawhi's 46 games, right? 26, 7, and 5. A ridiculous person. Out of 57.
2: Durant's played 23 games. Yeah. Well, he's played 26. He started 23. LeBron, right? You might be saying, yo, LeBron, he's played 41 uh, games. Julius Randle has played 20 more games than him. Bro, that means something. Yeah, I agree. He played like 30% more of the season.
1: Yeah. That's 20 more games on these. 15 more games on these guys.
2: The one that you could definitely make a strong case for, I think, is Tatum. Is Tatum. He's played 55 games. And I think so Tatum
1: made it last year, All-NBA third
2: team. Tatum last year was All-NBA third team, yeah. yeah.
1: Tatum this year, 26, 7-4, 55 games. They're right there with the Knicks record-wise. Yeah, I think Tatum, and if we're going to go by the number of games played, mm-hmm. which is it should be factored in, Tatum is probably the biggest competition on the All-NBA team, All-NBA first team for Julius Randle. I know we're Knicks fans and we're biased. And we want Julius Randle to be all For All-NBA. sure, yeah. I think and look, there's
2: not a player that I've seen more this year than Randle because he's watching right? the Knicks. Right. But I think... What he's done with the team that he has. Yeah.
1: Yeah. it's not It's not a crazy argument. A, I don't think he'll get All-NBA first team. I don't think he will.
2: Well, this is just making the case for yeah, him yeah. to be.
1: And you're not making it, it's not crazy. At first, you told me you told me this at first, and I was like, "eh, it's kind of crazy." Mm. But when you look at the games played for everyone else, and if you go through the contenders, right? If you say Jimmy Butler qualifies at the forward spot, forty five games. Kawhi forty six. Giannis is definite, and he's played fifty two, right? But regardless, he's he's in. Uh, LeBron, 41 Tatum, 55 Bam, 55 Julius Randle, 61 Sabonis, 53 Zion, 56 That's it I don't see anyone better in, you know Zion and Ingram can't. they shouldn't be an NBA first team player well I'll tell you well look record wise I, I, I think yeah that's the thing record wise record wise they, they shouldn't,
2: shouldn't be
1: yeah they shouldn't be all, maybe but Zion
2: they, can make a strong case for Zion too
1: you can make a strong case for Zion because he's just I haven't seen this guy a guy that physically dominating since Shaq Shaq is physically dominated players Zion is doing the same thing man if
2: he learns to shoot Watch out. They need a new coach, bro.
1: Oh, their coach now Van is... Vang Gundy. Van Stan Gundy. That's right. They just hired him, didn't they? Yeah.
2: They need a new one, though. <laughs> they need a new one? Bro, when the Giants <sighs> hired Pat Shimmer, they needed a new head coach the moment he was doing his... Game two. Yeah, like, you need a head coach. Come on. Enough with this shit. Uh, called. He was on a BAT uh, ESPN that's for, right.
0: he for, was calling, for, like, yeah, He was calling games, and he Come was... Uh, yeah.
2: I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But I think, look, Zion... They they've underachieved this year from what expectations were. Uh, I have here in my notes they were the most popular to make playoff bet in the Western Conference from really? a betting perspective. Really? Yeah. Zion year two being healthy. They have Stephen Adams. They have Ingram. Eric Bledsoe. Ingram coming off the the year that he had last year. Now Ingram and Zion, like there mm-hmm. was a lot of buzz around them.
1: What do you think about... Um, Lonzo
2: also has played well for them, too, this Lonzo, year.
1: Lonzo, Bledsoe. They actually have a pretty overall, have a nice Yeah, score. bro. They've
2: underachieved. They have underachieved. What do you
1: think about um, the Bucks? This one's a sticky topic. They've underperformed in the playoffs the last two years. They went all in. They literally cannot do anything draft-wise.
2: you talk about the Drew, uh, yeah. Drew so the Drew Holiday trade?
1: The Drew Holiday trade... Does that take them to the next level? Can they beat the Nets? Can they beat the Sixers with that team?
2: I think the guy that benefits the most from that move is Middleton. Yeah, Because now...
1: He goes from the two to the three. Yeah, it's a little less pressure.
2: And And you have a point guard who's a significant upgrade defensively. Yo, they took the soul out of... The year the Pelicans played the Blazers in the playoffs my buddy danny hit me up he's like yo can you check and he doesn't really bet he does a lot of mm-hmm. daily fantasy he's like yo can you check what the line is on the blazers and pelicans series mm-hmm. And this was when the blazers were a three seed i was like yo the pelicans are like plus 325 <laughs> he's like yo they're gonna beat them in five i was like no way he's yeah. like yo they're gonna beat them in five they beat them in four <laughs> they beat them in four dude and i remember that that was rondo and drew just devoured lillard yeah. and McCollum. Yeah, bro. It took him like eighteen months to recover from that, like from eh, public perception. Eh, it wasn't until Dame eh, really hit that eh, jump shot against Paul George. People were like, "Oh, Dave is back," you eh, know? Because eh, it was like the Dame time. Stone people would, Cold Dame. Yeah, yeah. And, and then people would always show like the gifts and memes of of Drew, that backcourt.
1: Drew Holiday to that team is a is a game changer for a lot of different reasons. I guess the question is. All right, Drew's gonna guard Kyrie. Giannis is gonna guard Durant. Mm-hmm. Middleton is gonna guard Harden, mm. or vice versa. Maybe Middleton guards Kyrie. Drew Holiday guards Harden. I guess they can make some acts that mix and match that matchup. But again, like I'm looking at. I'm looking at Giannis supporting cast. If you just take out Durant, you take out Giannis, and you like, okay, you got Drew Holiday, and Milton, or you want Kyrie and Harden.
2: Yo, you know who? PJ Tucker also. Yeah, he can. Def- yeah, he's a a pest. If he we want to a, use that is, again, he is, he's he is, a guy who's like annoying. That's where, he, can... that's where
1: he built his contract. His whole contract is yeah. built on that, right? Bro, when
2: he was getting rebounds against Golden State, like he's he was their big man. Right. Who, who six foot, wait, you, six foot seven? How yeah, six seven, it? six eight at, yeah. at most. At most, yeah. And, you know, I think, like, um, yeah, there's not many other guys. You have to throw, like, one of those, like, white dudes, like, Maca- uh, uh, Pat and uh, Pat DiVincenzo. Yeah. yeah. Teague?
1: Mm. I think he's done. Yeah. He's done. He, he doesn't have the impact on the game that he used to. It's hard.
2: But the what were you going to ask about the books? Like, what what I think of them?
1: Yeah, like how do you feel about their chances this year?
2: Look, man, cuz they
1: I feel like they are being overlooked. I haven't Have you heard anyone talk about the Bucs?
2: No, and I think that's playoff fatigue for them. Yeah. Last two years being like, "Yo, they're going to win the East, they're going to" Everyone was like...
1: talking about the who going into the playoffs the last two years. I guess the question, the real question becomes, has Giannis improved? Is there a significant improvement in Giannis's game from ye- these last two years to now, like He has shown the willingness to take more three-point shots. But it's not like he's been knocking them down at, like, the super high clip anyway. Mm. So the teams in the playoffs are still going to give him that shot. Can he hit it is the question in the playoffs. Right. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's tough. I mean, I still still think the Nets come out of the West, uh, out of the East, and then the Lakers come out of the West.
2: From a a betting perspective, I think the only possible.
1: What are the odds for the Bucks to come out of the East? uh, Plus
2: 450.
1: Plus 450. And who's um, the Nets are the number one?
2: Nets and then the Sixers and then them.
1: So are the Nets plus 250?
2: The Nets that come out the East is like minus. Oh, they're minus? Yeah, but like minus 110, minus 115.
1: And the Sixers?
2: Plus three hundred, I saw.
1: So they're pretty much even, even with. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, and then there's a big drop off between Bucks and then Probably the, the next, next team, the that next they have. Team. Yeah. Because
1: right now, the next best team is the Knicks. If you look at the record, tape, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the tape. Oh boy,
1: I haven't been able to say that in a long time, and it feels good to say that. But it's you know, so we're obviously up. not the fourth best team in the East. We're not. Yeah,
2: we have the fourth best record in the East. Mm.
1: We're not the fourth best team in the East.
2: Who is the fourth-best team in the East? Boston. Hmm.
1: Boston. Boston, Miami has underperformed significantly. The Hawks have some nice pieces. They don't play any defense.
2: Yeah, they don't. I saw – I heard something funny about Tyler Harrell, how he's uh, basically – Steve Novak Before the Knicks When he's outside Of the bubble <laughs> Oh my god It's like damn bro
1: That's harsh That's harsh That's, that's super harsh. harsh Look He made it to the finals Last year You get all this hype It's you know You you gotta back up The hype after that You know I mean old Debo's on Miami
2: Yeah
1: Is he gonna be What's I haven't even Heard much of, I think he got hurt
2: He had gotten hurt And I haven't really Heard much about they, him either,
1: they got some they got some, they got depth, bro, they got some players on yeah that because, but I mean, the question becomes is Oladipo the player he was pre injury he was he also had a pretty bad injury,
2: yeah, you know he's uh he's wanted to be in Miami. My buddy Mustafa knows him. Yeah, he they, that, there like, was rumors around. Like, that for he, the last couple of years, that's that, a spot he's wanted to go to. That's
1: why the trademark for him wasn't that high. Yeah. Because a lot of people were like, Yo, this guy's just gonna leave for Miami in the off season, so why are we gonna trade assets for him? Yeah.
2: Defeats the purpose.
1: Defeats the purpose. All
2: right. Well, my guy, Agent Chris, this was fun, bro. My man. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Where uh, where can people find you if they want to contact you? Uh, Instagram, C-Y-E-R-O
1: underscore, C-Y-E-R-O underscore.
2: Shouts to the members of the Patreon. Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Daniel Gibson, Jake Powers, Corey Johnson Hoops, Ryan Pisner, and Mike Wozniak. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum to support the show. Uh, Tonight if you're listening to this On Thursday for the NFL Draft You can catch me on Twitch I'm doing a live stream Alan's going to be in the studio with me And Taryn from PFF Is going to be on as well We're going to be talking about the draft So that's twitch.tv Slash the lamb show. And we will catch you guys. Nikki
0: too ill. Can't let it drop on me spill. Cloggin' the lane, I'm filling the stream. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills.